said you don't have enough men. We'll fight with the men we have. Unless you'll join us. And give the country to Cersei. As soon as I march away, she marches in. Perhaps not. Cersei thinks the army of the dead is nothing but a story. Made up by wet nurses to frighten children. What if we prove her wrong? I don't think she'll come see the dead at my invitation. So bring the dead to her. I thought that was what we were trying to avoid. You don't have to bring the whole army. Only one soldier. Is that possible? Welcome to the APA Juniors podcast. Our Game of Thrones recap. We're a little late this week, admittedly. It happens sometimes. I mean, we had a couple of hiccups uh, this weekend. Some people were out with some injuries, kind of like Drogon. Six to eight weeks injuries. Right, right, right. Yeah, you know, it happens, but forward movements. Uh, ain't a wipe, ain't a wipe, ain't a wipe. But we have to start off with this episode. Um, I'm naming this episode to Bad Plan. <laughs> it's just it's a bad plan. There were just so many bad plans. Like, I have beef with the writers. I have beef with the directors of this episode. Meanwhile, this episode had some amazing, like, one-on-one scenes. But a lot of it was convoluted. It felt rushed. The uh, sped-up timeline, I think, is starting to affect them now. Like, they got away with it for a lot of these episodes because they had, like, monumental shit happening. They had dragons. They had Jon Snow and Danny's reunion. So, like, people kind of yada yada like, the magical time-traveling boats and portals. None of that happened this last episode. But none no. of that happened this last episode, so it was just all kind of character work, and it caught up with them. So, let's just jump right into this episode. Um, Danny, Danny, she won. Yeah. She won, and she's standing up like she won. It's the look LeBron James had after um, he defeated the Warriors, and he's coming off the plane. She's looking around. Ultimate warrior. Ultimate, I was expecting Ultimate warrior. Sure. Yeah, and she, she had like swags on a hundred, looking down at all the dirty ass Lannister soldiers who had ash all over them. That's all their dead friends. All over. that's what that is. That's not dirt. That's their dead friends turned. She to had ash. to look in the eye, like make up your mind. Yeah, you, you roll it with me or not? Because I could burn a few more of y'all. Think about this though. Danny's been telling people bend the knee since she got to Dragonstone. That's a new catchphrase. That's and like all the, like, like John and his boys, no one bending the knee. She was like, someone is about to bend the fucking knee. Yeah. And it's about to be y'all. And what was so funny about that whole aspect is Drogon just right over her shoulder like, so y'all listening or not? Because I got other shit to do. I got other places and to that, fly today. Now nah, that was shot like pretty well. Like, because you saw like the size of Drogon mm-hmm. compared to CGI like... CGI was perfect in that scene. Compared to like an army uh, sitting below them mm-hmm. and... At first, a lot of them bent the knee. And then Drogon was like, niggas was up. And then, like, when he screamed at them, everyone kind of accepted Tarly's bent yeah. the knee. And I was like, oh, boy, here we go. <laughs> here we go. And, like, Tarly has been... Let's be real. Tar- Tarly is, like, a xenophobe. He's a racist. Yeah, He's basically. one of the worst people basically. in Westeros. But he's a brilliant military mind, and he's all about his honor. He even, like, went at Jamie a little bit about it. And... When he was face to face with Danny and the dragon, he didn't back down. He's like, "No, I got a queen. Yeah, bitch, crazy, but like, that's my queen. Though. Exactly. Like, I'm, I'm not falling back." And, and I, I admire that kind of loyalty a little bit, though. No, but see, this is why I had a problem with it. Why? While I admired his loyalty, my issue was the development of the this this whole entire episode was about character development. Mm-hmm. But because it was so rushed, we saw like characters going from one extreme to the next, and it it, it didn't provide like the perfect background in terms of the Tollies, you had um, Senior Tolly saying, you know what, Rainbow, I have a queen, yeah. she kind of messed up, but at the same time, 
Taryn could hit him at the line that, yeah, but you just betrayed your last queen. Because, like, he, he went from one extreme to the next just in this Oh, yeah. In, in I mean, this, that's moment. when they, niggas is starting to be petty. And he's like, yeah, you kill your old man, though. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? You was on our side. You bring this foreign queen with her savages to come, like, and ruin our lands. Like, what about you? But at the same time, like, he knew. He's like, yo, this is my moment. Like, I'm going to go out like a G. Like, right. she cutting off my head or... I'm going out by dragon. Like, how many people get to say but that, this, right? But this is where the writers decided to make up every... Well, I shouldn't say make up. They decided to make up ground with the character development in one or two quick lines. And I feel like moments like that could have been stretched out over an entire episode for you to feel it a lot more. But it's just like, yeah, we have to hit this checkpoint. We also have to hit this line. Because the, the, the stuff with Dickon, right? Because they recasted that role. Pause. Yeah. And, like... <laughs> no, but like they like they made the jokes about Dickon earlier because they wanted us to like remember who that guy right, was, yeah. like so we could identify with him because they recasted it. But they didn't bring up Sam between like any kind of Tarly conversation, not even a little bit. And you got to the point where Dickon's one like character building moment was when he came and he spoke about um, how that was his first battle, ten and, seconds, and Bron asked him what he felt, and then he saved Jamie, and then everything is like yada yada. And we're supposed to feel some kind of way about the Tardis. Tardis getting like Dracarist and like I was like, that's cool. The fire could have looked better, but I like, like I, would I was just, no, I was just, Dracarys. I was just mad that like, so no more Dickon jokes. Yeah. So that's the last one. And it's like I keep saying, it's weird because everything we knew about Dickon was fit into literally fifteen seconds. Yeah. The conversation you had with Jamie and Braun and. Him getting, like you said, we're, su- we're supposed to, like, I guess, identify with, like, how he did not want to um, leave his old man out like that to hang him out to dry and be like, no, this, like, everything that you've taught me, the even though you want me to, like, bend the knee to survive, but everything you've taught me has told me that I have to go out with you. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's the kind of message they were trying to send us. And, like, Randall Tarley was proud in that moment, proud that he would never be of Sam. Proud that he never was of Sam in that same moment, but now Sam is the last Tarly yep. and the head of his household. Then Terry was trying to explain that, bro, uh, you don't really mess up your whole lineage right now. Like right, like, like just like houses are ending and continue your house. Don't don't and like end it everything. It made me think uh, like the Greyjoys because uh, senior Greyjoy used to say all the time. He's like, yo, you could bend a knee right now, but then you live to fight another but day. They, you yeah. get to stand and you get to fight these people. Bending the knee is just like that's just. A single act. It symbolizes something, but it doesn't symbolize the end of you, everything. You get to come back another day. You but get to come back at them. Sometimes you're down in a series and you get to come back. I guess Dekon didn't see it that way. Dekon no. was like, now nah, I'm going like, to go. This is the thing, right? Like, Tyrion is trying to talk her out of this during this time. Like, he's whispering. And he's like, yo, I don't really think that you should do that. Like, that's <laughs> kind of fucking dumb. What? Like, you don't be like the person who they see is the motherfucker. In the middle of the episode, I sat there like, why is this dude begging for your life more than you, Dickon? Like, come on. This is supposed to be you begging for your life like this. Tearing up on that stoop, like, literally, like, debating for your future. Like, nah, he he doesn't mean that he's going to, you know, really bend the knee. He's considering that. And Dickon's like, nah, fam, be good, bro. But I just, I believe that, like, um, Danny knows that her army is made up of mostly Dothrakis. And the Dothrakis are going to be like... These niggas talking shit, like, burn them. Like, I don't understand this. Like, so she, in her mind, like, she understands the Westerosi politics that Tyrion is trying to preach to her. Mm-hmm. But she also knows my army is literally savages. savages. Like, yeah. people use the word savage metaphorically now. But no, they jump up on horseback, shoot bows and arrows, and... No, but them niggas was in the scene with that exact expression on their yeah. face. He didn't say, like, two words, squid. 
We, I know. We I mean, burn, like, 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 like what, what you what you doing? Yeah. Like what you do? He was. He was mad a little bit, the one Dothraki dude, that he didn't get to cut the head off. He's like, oh, so so we're using dragons now? So so we don't need me. I'm uh, pretty right, sure right, he cool. looked back at the click and was like, well, I guess that's our thing now. We, I mean, yeah, we, 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 burn we be burning people. We now, ain't cutting off heads anymore. We burning people. It is what it is. But so after after that scene along Danny's storyline, because we're going to break this up into storylines, then we get um, Tyrion and Varys sitting down. They having like their wine and worry, like their little mm-hmm. gossip session to be like, this bitch might. Yep, and and Varys is Varys is telling him he's like, um, because Tyrion is like, um, he, he, explaining he, he to was, himself he's like trying to pacify his own feelings about right. about the moment and was like, yo, like, it's, it was her call. I gave her advice. <laughs> he and, was almost at a point of denial. He was just like, well, it wasn't totally on me. It wasn't on me. <laughs> I gave her some other options. She went through them. She she didn't want any of them. She was just like, nah. And Varys told him like some very good advice. I was with the Mad King. <laughs> I would tell him who the spies were. And then he would burn them, and yeah. I would tell myself all I was doing is like, "That's doing the spy, that's the betrayer." Like, do your do your job. That's a patriot thing. Like, yeah. I, we ain't getting into that right now. But like, he's like, "I'm just doing my job." But at one point, I feel that these two Westeros dudes right now, like, they believe in Danny. They want to still change Danny's mind, but the writers are leaving it like kind of open, open, yeah, to like something might something might flip, like allegiance allegiances might change because. Tyrion believes that Danny is like fucking up right now. That she is like handling the Lords of Westeros incorrectly. After Tyrion had like a series of fuck ups, mm-hmm. and Varys is just a dude on his shoulder, literally encouraging that. He, he he's pushing a notion that this was the same things I saw in the Mad King, and slowly but surely I'm seeing those same traits in Daenerys. And I think again, this is where the writers would have benefited from one or two, you know, one or two or three more minutes throughout the season, explain this a lot more because Varys has that first hand experience with the Mad King. So mm-hmm. he could tell you right away, well, this is exactly how he operated. But now we're seeing it in a quick two-minute uh, spurt. So we're hearing the conversations like, okay, I think I should feel this way. I think I should view this scene this way. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that, because for the writers, they are, for the first time, I think, having to shepherd the story. And they have 13 episodes to get in, which is basically like two books of work. Yeah. And they've never had like this kind of pressure and this kind of acceleration. You, they probably needed three seasons to wrap this up you, now. You know who's laughing, the, like having a field day right now? George. George yeah, Boy. He's sitting back like, ha, <laughs> they don't. They can well, do it without the books. I feel that he really did that. Like he really had his like laughing session when they named the battle the Luke Train Attack. Because he's like, that is a fucking trash name. I can't believe y'all. Like, it's such an epic scene that the best they came up with is the loot train attack. attack. Yeah, it's like dudes, dudes, dudes even ain't got books to guide him no more. They fucking up. Yeah, it is. Let me like, see. Let me see how they get. Does he probably sit back every Sunday? Like, like let me see jo- how they can fuck this up. George some more. comes up with names like Blood Raven. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> Blackfire Rebellion is exactly. one of the things like that he came up with, and y'all came up with loot train attack. <laughs> I, I bet when he saw the name of this uh, most recent episode, he's like, ah, what's the best they could do? That was something that, that was one of my throwaway words. And let me tell you what, what like, what struck out to me uh, as I watched this is that Game of Thrones is in a very, because I, I love the show, but, like, I didn't like this episode. I mm-hmm. thought I think they're getting to a very dangerous spot. Or it's either dangerous where they get to show in these next two episodes that they're one of the greatest, if not the greatest TV show of all time. Or it can go in the lost direction and you can, like, fuck up your last two seasons. Because you have this accelerated timeline and you have, like, a lot of fan service things happening. Yeah. But at some point, you have to stay true to who you are and make you the show 
that you were and like when you're doing stuff like burning tarlies i don't think that that's in line with what game of thrones is, is known to be if game of thrones was like what we came used to in the first five seasons let's be honest Bronner Jamie would have died during the awfully named loot train attack. Right. Like one of our favorite characters would have went out in that moment. So like for Game of Thrones, if they're going to be up there with Breaking Bad, Wire, Sopranos, Mad Men, you need to like show in these next two episodes that you can get this done. Right. But like Don and Dave, the, the executive producers on the mm-hmm. show, I think their whole idea is they can't fail. I think they're operating with that mindset. They feel like the show is so far gone and so, so many people are into it on a week to week basis that now is just... Let's pay off everything we set up over the last five to six seasons. This, this is the is, time now yeah. to recheck all the boxes. They want to know about Jon Snow. Hit that box. They want to know if Daenerys is going to go crazy. Let's hit that box. I feel like that's what they're doing week to week now. They need to get out of that for next week. Like, but anyway, let's let's keep rolling with this. So now the name of this episode, why well, I named this, The Worst Fucking Plan in the World. <laughs> These dumb fucks sit down in this room. Because it's like we need a we need a team. Let no okay. Let's rewind to episode one when like Danny had like Terrell. She um the Dornish chick. She had it in, yeah. in the room. Um, there's Tyrion. There was Varys. Um, okay, so we have a coalition right now. They, they had the Greyjoys. They had Yaren there. They're telling Danny, let's go after King's Landing now. Right. Listen, if they did that, this war is over. If they did that, the war is over with like some death. Of course, they didn't want to use the dragons. Yeah, you. I'll give Danny that blight. Now in the room, you have Jon Snow, who is every single word is like, the, I saw the Night King. <laughs> every fucking word out of his mouth. She's he's literally throw- a Pokemon now. Dog, Jon, she's throwing the pussy at you and all you can say is like, so, Night King. That's all he worried that's about. That's what I- As Nal always says, Nal, I forget what movie me and Nal are watching. Nal is like, but in apocalyptic moments, you can need that last one. You just need that last one. You get last. Like that. You get like la- one last one in, and then you go fight your battle. Cause then nah. you lose now. Nah, John, John, John Snow on literally from day one. On day nigga, one. the Night King coming. The Night King coming. So all right. So these dumb fucks decide that the best course of action is not to attack Cersei once and for all and end the war, but to prove to, to have an armistice and to prove to Cersei. They will go up north and bring back a white so she can believe that the army of the dead is a real thing. Dumb fucks, you have a dragon. I mean, I'm so disappointed in the you have, No, no, you have three dragons. I don't. Not just one. Three. Three fucking dragons. Three. So you can literally just pull up on, on, like, on the castle steps and be like, all right, this is what we deal with. Either you could bend the knee or we could fuck this old shit up. Literally, during Aegon's conquest, how they got um, the Lords of the Vale to bend the knee, they flew a dragon to the window. And the dragon <laughs> looked at the Lord of the Vale and was like, nigga, what? And they was like, you know what? We don't want to fight. We don't exactly. want these problems. Exactly. I mean, it's like, we, that's a dragon outside it's the window. a dragon outside. We got to end this. It's done. Right. Anyway, so not only do they come up, they don't see that course of action. These dumb fucks then decide, let's send Game of Thrones Jesus <laughs> to go do this. Because, of course, he can't die. So, let's tempt fate one more one time. One more time. And, like, King of the North, you go beyond the wall and you bring back this white. Who, by the way, they're going to sail from Storm's End. No, but, but before we even get to, to Eastwatch. That. Yeah. And then they're going to get the white and then sail back to what, Dragonstone what made and this then to even, King's Landing. What made this even, like, dumber was the fact that uh, now that... I'm going to call him Sadapas. Now that um, Grayscale, I can't remember his name. Oh, Sajara. Yeah, now that Sajara is back, 
So Jarrod was like, well, I have to, of course, prove my love for you all over again. So this I'm going to be the one okay. to go and get the wife. This was so dumb by so many people. Okay. <laughs> First of all, Tyrion been fucking up this whole season. Yeah. Every plan he had was, was like bad. He's so making plans. So then Tyrion decides, like, yo, I got to show and tell to the queen. So, like, I will volunteer to go to King's Landing and to go meet with Jamie. Jamie. Yeah. Fine. Fine. That's stupid because you could die. But you know what? Fine. You are at war. But he's like, this is my brother. I can talk to him. So he, he's trying to show something to Danny. Captain Friendzone comes back, and here he is. He's all hugging up on Danny. You're there for maybe, let's say, accelerated timeline. He's there for like what a week, a week, and a week then marks. decides like, you know what? I'm gonna go north of the wall with John. Because at this point, all he did was he got the uh, coin from Tyrion, and that's it. Hug, hug Danny. That's I'm it. gonna, I'm gonna hit you with this reference right now. You're going to enjoy this. Um, when the Los Angeles Lakers played the Orlando Magic in the NBA Finals, mm-hmm. Stan Van Gundy was running Ray Falson at point guard. And I believe to this day, if Stan just lets Rafer run, the Magic might beat the Lakers in seven games. You think so? Stan decides he's going to bring Jameer and Nelson back early, that, yeah. who just came off an injury and had fucked up the entire flow of the Orlando Magic, who had just Fox. defeated King James coming Fox. off one of his best seasons. Fox, I'm, I'm I, with you 100%. On I that. say that to say this. Maybe Joris Ray Falston right now. Maybe he brought him back too early. Oh, God. Maybe they brought him back out there too early, like... Jorah is about to die this next episode, dog. <laughs> like, everyone, spoiler alert. I mean, I hate to put it like Jorah's, this, but Jorah, you pull this boy off of that bed, peel off all kind of shit off him, it's like, all right, you good. Go fight a war now. What? What? This nigga even here, like, properly heal up. He ain't got no reps in. One, he going to die. Like, he ain't swing a sword in forever because of the grayscale Ross. shit. He, he's going to die. He did not even get to, like, a kiss with Danny. He didn't, no, like, no, right. grab an ass, no, no, no side right. boob, no nothing. He just is like, all right, bye. Like, she would get a coin from Terry and was like, what time? What time? The fuck is you thinking, you, bro? You about to fucking die. <laughs> that's what's gonna happen. Anyway, so so that's that's the end of like Danny saying, oh no no no, it doesn't end there because then Jon Snow, who was like a part of this stupid fucking plan, as he's leaving and then they're, they're getting off the boat again. Danny smiling at him with a pussy as she is like, John is going on the boat. John is just straight Night King. Mm-hmm. I wish you like. One track man. She literally looked at him with her eyes. Her eyes became like those like uh, Japanese animes where her eyes started to glow as she looked at John with a little sparkle in her eye, like like a hug. Like you just could, you just you you just could like roll out like that. You just could push the boat off. Hey, one day it's but it's dark children. They cold with the females. No, they cold all of them. (laughs) Every one of his children, for all his honest except for Rob. See and that. Listen, that's a dome rob. That's that's what got Rob killed. He won't be a lover <laughs> next thing you know. Take a slit in his throat at a wedding. Nah, Rob, you gotta yeah. be like the rest of them. Yeah. John is like, uh, I'll, see, I'll see you later though. Like, but we gotta take care of this night king shit first. Like, I gotta get my priorities together. So we're gonna pause it there with John them, and then we're gonna rewind to the beginning of the episode because now we're gonna go on Jamie's timeline. This is. What, <laughs> Motherfuckers, y'all really fucked up this episode. So, Jamie fell in the water with all his armor, and it looked like he was falling for about 10 feet. Yeah. Braun Phelps jumps in the water. <laughs> Braun Phelps. Swims Jamie and his armor up. And he, he has to swim them to the other side of the lake, because you know who's on the side of the lake where he tried to attack? A dragon. Down? Danny and the fucking dragon. Now, Danny and the fucking dragon and her army of Dothraki... You saw Jamie Lannister, the one man in the fucking realm with a gold hand, running at you with the spear. You don't tell them Dothraki savages, go over there. One of y'all go over there, go get that nigga. No. Him and Bronn are able to come out of the waters. Bronn swims him out. 
And Brian is like, yo, you don't get to kill yourself right now. Because a lot of people are fucking have these suicidal plans. Like, Jorah, Tyrion, um, Jamie, and Jon Snow. All suicidal plans in this Dude's episode. Dude's treating this like this 2000. Like, I'm telling him, like, yeah, this Y2J this apocalypse. Y2K. We all done. Enjoy all yourself done. these last couple hours. Because you don't know what's going to happen. These when it's dudes zero, zero, zero. the card, though. I mean, like, Jamie is just like, all right, fuck it. We about to be out. Let me go at this dragon with a friggin' stick. He's like, like let me end the war right now. Uh-huh. Said, he's sick now. <sighs> okay. So, and then, I can't believe that they expected us to believe that that's what happened. Like, <laughs> it's, still, it's still so dumb, lazy. though. Again, lazy better writers. Is, but... is lazy or they just are, like, pressed for time? We're like, we have to get people set up from here, here, and here. I don't understand because they, they get a stretch us out. have three more episodes to explain this. But you know story. what I kind of did here, though? On the grapevine. That what's a season eight mm-hmm. might just be all movies. We might just get all six movies? movies. Yeah, six two hour movies every week. Then I get fucked with you. Yeah, like, I mean, if you if, if you rush and do the season to do that, to I'm do all that. with you. I'm with you 100. It's like, yo, we got to save the budget because we making your full feature length. No, that right that, now, that makes a lot of sense. See, I see I, that calmed you down. Hey, That's the only reason hey, that I still believe in them right now. Hey, all the support from Gato. So Jamie then runs up to the Red Keep and was like. Cersei, bitch, <laughs> dragons. Cersei's like trying to be calm, drink her wine, and she does. Like it's a regular day. Jamie's like, no, 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 again, this is not dirt. This ain't ash. This is dead motherfuckers on me right now. And Jamie was the perfect black guy trying to explain death to anybody. <laughs> He's just like, yeah, we go all die because these dragons real. These ain't like little dragons I was trying to tell you about earlier. These like the real shit, breeding fire. They turn people to dusk on me. This and is then, people. like, and this is after you had a conversation with Bronis. Bronis, like, I mean, I's your boy, but I'm your boy. <laughs> Three dragons, your boy. I's your boy. Like, I can save you from this one dragon. Everyone get a black. Everyone yeah. get the one black. But if you go back, you go. If you go back, you on your own, dog. I ain't doing that. Like, I'm nah. Like, I, I'm built different. Yeah, but that's exactly what he tried to tell Cersei. Shit so bad that Bronis, like, he cutting me off. And then that's when Cersei gives her line about like, go and like they'll survive anything. Cersei. Mm. Cheek, cheek, batshit crazy. Baby but. crazy. Boy. Crazy. You have your fucking mind. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, more more Jamie shit. And as we said earlier, that Tyrion um, was going to smuggle in, and Sir Davos decides to smuggle Tyrion in. Like, they always, like, lionize Sir Davos' smuggling skills. He, like, row a boat to, like, a remote area. <laughs> like, I didn't see anything. He was expecting, like, some covert secret mission. Like, like, when they smuggled Tyrion out of King's Landing after it was he better. killed his dad, I was like, ah, okay, it's, like, secret tunnels. Like, they got to put him in a nah, crate. Nah, dude, pull up to the beach. This nigga pull up to the beach. With his boat right there. Hops off the boat. And Tyrion was like, so he we go- ain't gonna do, like, nothing special. He's like, nah. I get in the flea bottom. You go on what you got to do. Dav is going to the empty pond of Cabbage Beach. <laughs> it was like, no one can see me. Now. That was his whole fucking plan. How was that your whole plan? <laughs> Nobody can see me that side, but we straight. All right. So let's let's tackle the Tyrion stuff first. This was my favorite scene of the episode. Tyrion and Jamie, And Jamie is like pissed off. He's looking at Tyrion. But he knows Tyrion didn't kill Joffrey. So yeah. I feel like that eases it. Some He always knew that. But he's still mad that Tyrion, Tyrion killed their dad. And Tyrion explained them. He's like, that motherfucker's going to kill me, me, though. Yeah. I mean, it, it, thinking back on the scene now, I think it was the best produced scene this episode. Mm-hmm. Because it provided you so much clarity on the way these guys think about... Well, I shouldn't say it like that. Pause. The way these guys interact with each other's brothers. Because right off the bat, Tyrion, uh, Jimmy was like, I can't believe you came back here. I, I, the, I told Bron the next time I see you, I was going to cut you in half. And he'd look at him like, but you was my brother. 
why the fuck you here explain it in detail and then they gone off to the whole tangent you know, of what exactly happened between mm-hmm. uh, Tyrion and their dad but uh, it, for that reason alone that it made it the best scene of the episode but like see Tyrion wants to please Danny so much that he's not even saying that this is a bad plan he explained um what was happening i thought Tyrion was going to make more jokes during the scene <laughs> to try like break the ice but mm-hmm. like Jamie was not having it Jamie's like i almost died Feel like Tyrion's like Tyrion should have been like so you you didn't hear me when I said like no you dumb fuck like don't do it like, that's what I said like, it was like the same dog. anybody who has a brother knows exactly what that scene was like so Tyrion was like yeah I, I was trying to tell you from up on top of the mountain but you wasn't listening you wasn't here you, you know he was just on when that you know what that's what now feels like when <laughs> I'm drunk and I'm like doing things he's like you didn't fucking listen he's like all right fine fine okay so. Again, I think that's a one a Emmy worthy scene, like, and it's the scene for Tyr- Tyrion where he got to show off like a full range of everything that he does as a character. So maybe that's why they set up the scene. But again, like the acceleration and the timeline of the show, it was all happening too quickly. Yeah. So let's get to like another big moment in this episode. Jamie goes back. He immediately tells Cersei what happens because that's what you do. Like if you got a girl, be like, listen, I was out. Yes, they took me to the strip club. They made me. They made me have like five lap dances. I didn't even want it. Yeah, I didn't even know it was happening. I, I didn't even want to drink. I didn't even. I, I didn't even want to drink. There, the glasses were there. I didn't spend a dime. You could check. You could check like check all the my receipts, cre- check check the credit receipts, card. all the credit cards, and my ATM. I didn't even take no cash out. They bought those lap dances. He went and told on himself right away. Like, yo, Tyrion was there. He's such I a bitch, even, I didn't even do nothing. He's Tyrion such a stuff. bitch. Like, how you slinging yourself that fast? Like, she even didn't question you. Hey, and you know why that's smart? Cersei already knew. Cersei doesn't know. Use the Tootsie's, eh? True. You had fun? You had fun? I hope you had fun. Use with the short little bitch, eh? Yeah. Okay, true, 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 true. Funny as fuck, though. Okay, but then, like, I was like, then she threatened Braun. Now, I'm, of course, I'm a Cersei stan. It was the one time that I was like, Cersei, hold, hold, calm the fuck down. Don't now, Braun like that. A little, little bit of deep dive into this, like, for real, for real. Braun used to fuck Cersei in real life. Yeah. Braun used to fuck Cersei in real life, and Braun is not allowed to be in the same scene as Cersei. I think this was the first time I ever heard references actual character. Yes. So it was so funny, like, oh, this bitch bringing up Braun now? Braun, what <laughs> the really fuck are. you do? I want to know what the fuck you do that you pissed her off to the point where she's like, you can't be in a scene with me. Boy. We can't even be in the... You could have all the other characters. This is why Braun is going to die. <laughs> and then she threatened him. was like, I know she enjoyed that. She's like, you're going to punch him, right? Something's, no, that was personal. I feel like she ad-libbed those, she all those say, lines. Yeah, she said punish. Like, they probably uh, said something like, along like, you have to deal with it. And they was, like, they was like, cut. Um, That's not in the script. She's like, no, no, leave it. Leave it in. Leave it Leave it in. He needs to be punished. So, hey. so then Cersei drops the uh, DJ Clue bombs right here. Cersei tells us she's pregnant. She's like, okay. I watched this, Jimmy's right? Such a I bitch, watched though. this in a massage chair. Pause. I leaned up in the chair like, wait, what just fucking happened? He's such a like, and this again. This is where the scene could have been stretched out. Cersei lying, dog. You believe she lying? Of course she is. <laughs> what you mean if she lied? This nigga wasn't dead. Dead terrified to go to war. You get this nigga something to live for? Cause he was just getting killed. He's up with a dragon. Jamie, one episode ago. Listen, Jamie was out on all the shit. He was just like, nah. He was like, dragons real. We can't. Literally, he came in and he said, we can't win this war. 
And like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, nah, and then nah, two seconds, like, yeah, I'm pregnant. Oh, well, let's square up, get the troops. We about to head back up there. We ain't about to stop this no but more. But like, this this pregnancy thing does so many things. Like, one, let's say she's lying to Jamie just to make sure that Jamie's still in her camp and with rides with every decision that she makes. All right, fine. Whatever, Cersei, do your thing. But now they promise armistice. They want a ceasefire. And Jamie's coming in there and telling her about the White Walkers. And Cersei, one of the best Cersei lines. She's like, listen, White Walkers, dragons, dragon queens, don't fucking matter, dog. Don't fuck. I looked at it as like, oh, we can win. Like, this, this is over. Like, this, y'all coming up with these dumb plans to bring a white to Cersei. Cersei does not care. She don't care about your plans. She's like, oh, y'all can give me time so I could borrow money from the Iron Bank and then, like, bring nah, a felt- real army. And then Kyburn could come up with something better than, like, just a big fucking crossbow to fight these dragons. I like, felt real? she had a Dirk Nowinski moment. I hate to bring up the whole heat losing the finals thing. But that's exactly it. They got LeBron. They got the Wayne Wayne, Chris Bosch, the only thing. But I would, I need me a title. It could be this year. Step on her neck, Danny. That's what, Don't come uh, up with this dumb, we could steal one, one white. <laughs> Cersei could probably look at it in the room and be like, cute. We could get we could get to this in a bit because I don't understand how the fuck you can move a white from beyond the wall, drive this shit all down way. This no, that's so fucking dumb. Okay. Anyway, so Cersei faking a pregnancy um, to get to the championship. That's all fine, well and good. Okay, so let's talk about Sir Davos now, who is out there getting and this is again fan service stuff. Getting uh, Gendry, who is Robert Baratheon's bastard. Um, he's his kid. The last time we saw Gendry was I think in season three. Where he was just rowing a boat yeah. off into nowhere. Yeah, so Davos took so, him to the lake and was like, "Keep rowing, keep rowing, dog." And so was doing that since then. He's like, "This red bitch is after me." Um, <laughs> here we are now. Gendry's still like doing his fucking um, work in Flea Bottom, and Gendry's ready to go. I feel you know what Gendry is. <laughs> Gendry's like, if someone come to me and be like, "Yo, you want to take this job over?" Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, done. <laughs> Done, but I ain't even tell you what the job. Is. Don't give a fuck. Like, I just need to get my hand so up and I'm good like, to go. Well, it's an opportunity for you to leave. If you want? Because it's like, all right, it's like, what, what the fuck? fuck? What you mean? If I want, I don't hear. Let's go with a boat. With like a boat? Like Yako the Warhammer. Like he's like, we gotta swim. Sadabos is like, but I haven't even tell you we get in the fight. And it's like, Gendry no, just in case. Give a fuck. <laughs> He and was then, so ready, though. So then the one time Davos gets to show off his, like, kind of smuggling skills when he's talking to the guards. Oh, funny And shit. talking him out of that. He has a bunch of, like, crab Viagra, which sounds <laughs> fucking disgusting in the boat. That's disgusting when he talked about that. And he's like, he, he's a salesman, poking, though. I gotta give him that. Poking through your shit. Okay. He's a salesman. It did sound disgusting. And then you're like, that's real? Uh, <laughs> I guarantee you, if you check Google Records this morning. Niggas are searching that. Uh, the shit Davos was pushing on the boat, though. That's like, real? That real? Like, that real? Like, you could, you could get that? Anyway, so that doesn't work. It, it works. That works. The soldiers are walking away with their money. And then Tyrion pops up. And then Tyrion, the one well-dressed dwarf in fucking with King's a Landing, with a scar, comes walking down. How the fuck it take them that long to even be like, that's Tyrion? What killed me is the interaction between the two guards. Like, no, that's that's him, boy. Like, that was the most behavior guards moment. Wait, like, police officers. Yeah, what the fuck? Why aren't you up? No, I'm telling you, that's him, bro. That's him, Squatty. Go on, look at him. Go on, look at him. Hey, oh hey, God. turn around, bro. That's exactly that's what That's you? Like. like, they pulled out their phones, looked at Facebook, like, nigga, that's him. <laughs> look at it right there. And then Gendry, because they have the Because sh- before Gendry go... Gendry went from not being on the show in, like, years... 
to now going for the most pivotal battle of the show. So they have to show his fighting skills, yeah. and he done two niggas in like he, he was a waste of time. Like one point five seconds. Swing, pop up, done. Gendry back on TMB. Tyrion is like he'll do. So here we are now. Now Gendry gets to Dragonstone. We have Sajora, Gendry, Jon Snow. All of them getting on the boat. All of them are going to what I thought they were going to stop the Winterfell. Nope. They went I straight to Eastwatch. I want them to sail around on a, That means they get some going up around King's Landing. Again, they get a stop. They just tell Cersei, bring your ass. We can show you for yourself. We ain't got to bring this shit Wait, all the way back Wait, Eastwatch, here. East Coast. They're on the East Coast, though. Yeah, they don't have to go around King's Landing. No. Because it's King's Landing is like the Oh, yeah, tip, yeah. You're absolutely right. And Dragonstone. And Dragonstone and so they, but they pass Winterfell to get to Eastwatch. I guess it wasn't checking, bro. I guess I'm all but the and, Okay. Like, John's reaction when he gets the letter that, like, Arya and Bran are alive and at Winterfell. I can need... See? John is just all about this Night King shit. It's like, oh, well, hey. <laughs> hey, you know what? This I next, thought they was dead, but... This next episode has to justify all of John's action. Like, this shit better be terrifying. It has to be a horror movie. So, everyone who watches Game of Thrones can be like, John was right. He couldn't even think but fucking... He couldn't even think I, about I, his long-lost sister. No, I could just need John the second he reach up and he's face-to-face with the Night King... They got to have some sort of conversation. They just can't go to war because John dedicate the last two years of his life to this moment. Like, this have to be a special moment for me. He have to, like... No, but really... it, it could be the trailer moment where he, like, does the thing with his sword and then uh, just, like, stands up like, yeah, bitch. I just... Yeah, I could just need a little something from that scene. So, like, John's life was... <laughs> John saw a dragon. He pet, like, the dragon, and that's another fan servicey moment where they're like, oh, he's a Targaryen, but, like, I don't know, maybe, like, people who don't do a podcast about Game of Thrones right. and, like, watch countless amounts of YouTube or read, like, some of the books. Like, I guess for them, it's, like, that's a moment where they're, like, oh, maybe John will someday ride the dragon. But if you if you watch it like us, like, we watch that moment, you're, like, yada, yada through this shit. Like, yeah. fast, fast forward. Like, that's, I what, know. that's what I tell you. I feel like Don and Dave, they're at a point now where they feel like we just have to hit the check boxes. We have to show them that, yeah, the dragon could get along with John. And it was like, all right, how do we do that? Just let him touch the dragon, like, right quick, man. Like, pet the nose. Yeah. Okay, he did Wait, that. them niggas is high when they come up with that. They was just, like, pet Definitely. The nose. Pet. Definitely. Okay, so before we get to the Eastwatch shit, let's, let's again, more Jon Snow stuff. Um, Sam Tarly, the last member of his family, he's a maester now. He's at the Citadel. Will he, he drop out of school? He ain't a mason no more. Oh, will he drop out of college? Probably not because the DJ wasn't listening. That's, that's, that's for the ring. Yeah, but he gone in there spitting <laughs> that real shit. It's like, yo, I just cured... <laughs> Like, Sam is, like, the best student, though. He's like, I just cured, what's it called, man? Grayscale. Grayscale. Like, I'm in here telling y'all, I seen this shit. <laughs> I seen it. Y'all know me. Like, I'm in this room getting a talk because I'm the best one coming up. And then they go through all these prophecies that didn't happen. Uh, they go through the quite reasonable scenario that Danny is lying and made all this shit up just to get Cersei to move her armies up north. Bitch niggas, by the way. Let me just point that out. Like, their whole, their whole, uh, them referring to that whole thing about Danny possibly making it up. It's like, y'all living in no facts and facts at y'all. And y'all, nigga, she got dragons. Like, she don't need to move, y'all. And, like, that's the thing. Like, the maesters are, like, anti-magic. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of them want magic out of the realm. Right, so, yeah. they see Danny's a threat. And anything, like, that's any kind of magical concerns, like the children of the forest and any of that shit. They yada, the yada, that put on their headphones and keep going <laughs> and be like, yo... Best thing for us to do is just, like, to do some more research. Like, Sam, get the fuck out of here. And now we come to the scene that a lot of people, like, talked about. I heard Sam being accused of, like, mansplaining to Gilly. Gilly? Yeah, Gilly. Uh, when she, like, dropped another um, 
another big gem for a lot of Game of Thrones uh, heads. Where you she can said, tell, you can tell she is be reading all them shit, and he's just being like, tired of this bitch talk. Hold on, though. But where she says like, "Oh, is an annulment, Rick? I was an annulment." Let's think about what happened to Sam like right before that. He just Jon Snowed the shit out of because him and Jon are gonna have the best conversation. John and Sam are gonna get together. He'd be like the Night King, and the next is gonna be like, "I fucking know. No one believe us." All I keep saying for this entire time we're away from each other is the Night King. So Sam is just he was in his John Snow mode, just Night King, Night King, Night King, Night King. He's sitting down, and then she's telling him about some dude shits about the number of windows, and then she brings up the annulment of Rhaegar Targaryen. Keep in mind, Sam does not know. Sam is not Bran. Sam is not us watching this show. He, in Sam's mind, he is not connecting Jon Snow and Rhaegar Targaryen. Yeah. So even though that's a big revelation for the show, for Sam, he's just like, we got to get the fuck out of here because, like, death is coming. That's why, in my mind, I'm like, y'all are going too far. He's not mansplaining to her. He was just like, I, I don't care about how much time this nigga take a shit. Yeah. Basically, he was just like, these things don't know me about to die. I tried to tell me about the diet and buying it. Let me push up. So that's basically what baby, it is. And he's like, let's bounce. Let's bounce. So anyway. Here we are. Let's let's move further up north. Um, let's talk about the Sansa and, and um, Arya. Arya shit, like real quick. It, Listen, it, 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 to me, honestly, as a fan, it was pointless. It it was it was. You know complete... why it's getting dumb? Because how are we supposed to have all of their relationship and like their beef? Like in like they need to have their own episode yeah. to do that. In fact, like what I wanted was like a scene or a couple scenes where they tell each other. What the fuck happened to them on their journey? Instead, Instead of what just we get, over it, what know. we get is them like bickering over Sansa wanting to be queen, which is yes, and then Sansa telling Arya, "You just went chop everyone heads off," Basically. which is true. Basically, I, I didn't see any lies in any of those. They points. just spit truth uh, back at each other, and I don't know how they reconcile this. I think they probably do in the next episode, where I believe Littlefinger is gonna die because all that sulking around. I feel shit, like all this is just a setup to give us a reason for Littlefinger to get killed, son. Arya is not fooled by the trick little finger just did. Like they were just seeing who could stand best in the shadows, which is so weird. Basically, every Bahamian gal in Aura, just who could stand <laughs> best in the sh- shadows and then tell on people. Be like, that's yeah, I tried there. Oh, that's him right there. Mm. Maybe the curlier bitch. Then. Basically, that's what. It that's was. what it was. That's what it was. That's all Arya and Littlefinger did. Littlefinger is smarter, and Arya has to know this. Then to put his most secret thing. In the bed yeah. that easily discoverable. Yeah. He wasn't even trying. I, I, this guy come back, Xena warrior princess. I'm going to hide some for, in a straw mattress. That's that's what I'm going to do. Like, Arya, she's going to snuff this plan out. She knows it's a setup. And the note actually said it was from season one where Cersei, Cersei was in the room, Varys was in the room, and Littlefinger was in the room, yeah. where they made Sansa write the note to basically say that, that Ned is a traitor and that Rob should come and bend the knee to King Joffrey. Obviously, Sansa wrote that under duress. Arya is not going to be dumb enough to be like, oh, no, that's what she actually believed. And, nah. And I mean, for the producers to sell us this one pitch, like in a, not even a half episode, in one-tenth of the episode, it's like, nah, we, we better than this. Don't do not don't do this to us. Yeah. So I think, like, that's... I don't know. I don't understand the point of this storyline. I think we are eventually getting to the point where... Sansa gets to say that the lone wolf uh, dies, but the pack survives. Yeah. Like that line is coming up, so I think this is all a setup and a prelude because these characters have to be in it. But you have to give them something to do in Winterfell. I feel like, like again, I feel like dude is just in a sprint to get through the season and say, "Hey, 
This is what we've been waiting on. They really trying to get through like, this hey, shit, Like, hey, let's dog. get through this There's shit. There's like, some over, some over. Let's, let's end this shit, dog. Some are done, some are done, some are done. So now we the East Watch with these bad planning motherfuckers. Dumbest niggas in the Dumbest world. Dumbest niggas in the world. Okay. So think about this, though. Before we get to the cell where the Brotherhood Without Banners is there who want to go north of the wall. Before that happened, the plan was going to be Jon Snow, Gendry, Sajora, and... What's our boy's name? Um, the Wild Link. Uh, I can't remember his name. Anyway, they that they that four of them were gonna go, just them four were gonna go and go get a white and bring it back. But no, they have the Brotherhood without banners. They get a little banter back and forth. Everyone's like, "Yeah, I know you. 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 I know you." That's what made it so stupid, though, because the fact that all these niggas, you you put all them in the room, all the Jon Snow and all the Brotherhood them, and all these niggas have a reason to hate somebody else in the group. Dude was like, yeah, I know your old man. He used to hunt us. And the dudes in the thing, Gendry is like, lead up niggas in the cage. They sell me the one red witch. John in the barking man like, hold on, this is the same red witch that brought me back from the dead. You might have to let that go, Gendry. So it's just like all this back and forth, giving you the whole reason why these guys shouldn't be on the same team. Also, how is um, Jon Snow not brought up to draw mama? Hey, I got your old man sword, though. You know, like that sword that's your family heirloom is supposed to be passed around. Like, I holding that right now, but like, John did this. John didn't mention that shit at all this episode. <laughs> he all that so close. Presum- I don't want him to even see this. Presumably, like, without the fast forward show, they've been around each other for like a goddamn month. Nah, he could have tell that boy from He could have tell him. From he see that boy in, in, in Daenerys castle, he could have been like, yeah, fam, I got yeah, you so no, All John was like, oh, bomber, yeah, serve on the old man. <laughs> it ain't cool. Meanwhile, the sword with the fucking bear thing yeah. is right on his head. Yeah, he been holding it so close so the nigga don't see it. I feel like he hide it. Like, yeah. he put his hand over the bear like, nah, that's a wolf, dog. That's a wolf. That's a wolf. That's a wolf. We just get a, we melt ice down and get a smaller one. Anyway, so these dumb planted motherfuckers, seven of them walk out into a fog of winter. The, there's so many names for this online. Um, of all days to delete your social media. But <laughs> there was... um. Uh, they were the Magnificent Seven, um, Snowshins Eleven. People were calling it, and Snowshins then Snowshins, Snowshins Seven. Um, they had a bunch. Of, oh, there's a bunch of other dumb names that I can't recall right if now. If Andrew was here, he would have screamed into the mic, "We could die," because that's exactly what this group should do. We somebody could have to die. Cardo, not somebody. Like half of them could die. <laughs> you re- okay? Brotherhood without banners. Two, the dude with the flaming sword, done, mm-hmm. dead. Like with the eye who always gets to bring yeah, back. Bandera. He's gonna die. Dunderic is gonna die. Um, the drunken one, uh, Thoris of Mir. He's yeah. gonna. He Thoris of Mir dies first because Thoris of Mir has to bring back um the other guy. Yeah. So Thoris of Mir dies first, and then the dude knows. Listen, I can't come back. My sword's gonna light up on fire. I'm gonna fight some people. Then what's gonna happen is it's Gendry and the fuck Gendry can swing that big ass something in the middle of the snow. I mean, Gendry been working out. Though. No. Gendry been doing shoulders. Gendry fucking shoulder pressing like. Nah, I'm scared of fire. Easy. So Easy none money. of this plan makes sense. You can oh, yeah, have the hound who's scared of fire, but a nigga who need his sword on fire to like all this stuff. All this John Snow picked he picked the worst suicide squad to go up on so, this bitch. No, but like they're supposed to isolate a white and then bring it back. Like these How? things are wild, untrained How? zombies. No, you they gonna, travel in packs. Are you gonna knock out the zombie? And if it, if it's dead, doesn't it just look like a dead body? And Cersei would just be like, This is dumb. I wouldn't see how this could work. You feel like you just walk up the white. Okay, I need to take you back. Just put your hands behind your back. Calmly we go. You know, it's, it's caught you back. seven of them. Okay. Somebody getting bite. Somebody getting stopped. This all going to end badly. This is all going to end. So, like, maybe... Listen. Maybe Gendry, John, and the Hound survives. That's the best <laughs> maybe, case scenario. Maybe. 
We coming back with two. Best case scenario. And then, like, they could do the Desses Machina thing where Danny, because we time travel in the show, apparently. Yeah. Danny flies in with her three dragons. And no, that's all we waiting on. Everybody's tries, tries to save the day. But will they waste that in episode six or would they save that for seven? I think they, I think they have to set up Danny coming face to face before the end of the season. So I think this is the perfect time for her to literally see what Let I'm me tell hand. you something. Danny looked like a little... She looked like she in a little penub. Yeah, Like her worried. eyes, her eyes she looking worried. a little bit like... She was like, I sent the friend zone nigga out and my man nigga. All two of them can't be out. She's like, I... Like, I could go up there and check on him. I could check. She bodak yellow Dario and she's like, I feel nothing when I leave that nigga behind. Like that was... I was Gucci. Like I'm just over here like living... She feels something for like Sajora, but then like when Jon Snow was walking out the door, she's like, "This, this is a little different." I, that's why I say I feel like she could sit down episode six like five minutes. Like Adam Gals is doing, he ain't calling me, he ain't texting me. She'd be like, "I pull up, Drogon, Drogon." I go pull up, Drogon, Drogon. We pulling up on this nigga, but he say he was east of the wall. We can find out if he's east of the wall. He could be anywhere. He could be anywhere right now, just chilling. I need to know. I need to know. I just want everyone to know that Egret would not let this shit happen. Oh, of course not. Egret would have said, if Egret was alive and Jon Snow was on this, but I saw the Night King shit, Egret would have been like, all right, but we can fuck right. twice and then worry about the Night King no, shit. No, she could be like, we can fuck twice and we go in. And we go in we together. We could go together to go, like, deal yeah, with, like, get like the our brains could be cleared, like, we could be good, but, like, you don't go sailing on no fucking three-month trip without with me. With four assholes? No, no, we four get in as a group. Such a bad fucking plan. <laughs> No, George R. R. Martin is not gonna do this in the book. He's sitting back like, who like, come up with this? I didn't come up with this plan. I I read up to book three and stopped reading because I didn't want to get ahead of the show because I didn't want to spoil myself. I can't wait for these other two books to come out because I'm going to read them because I'm like, there must be better reasoning than this because this is a dumb fucking plan. This is a I filler f- episode. I feel like he sits back in his living room every time an episode airs and he has this big like laugh. Ha ha ha! Hits his leg and be like, these niggas so dumb. Y'all dumb. But, like, listen, this is a filler episode, like I said. To me, it's a mediocre to bad episode of Game of Thrones. But you know what that means? It's still a better episode than every Power episode. Yep. Mm. <laughs> mm. Uh, I bl- who do I be right. Who do I blame for this? I blame um, Sharice for going to Croatia <laughs> during our time of need. And then taking um, her non-Game of Thrones boyfriend, who took a picture of a chair... And then it's like, this it? I was like, first of all, be respectful of the Iron Throne. It wasn't even real Iron Throne. It's like the plastic one. It's a plastic one that they have for the shit, right? So, but he's like, this is like, don't don't be Calm disrespectful. Down. Calm, Calm down. down. Calm down. There's another one that exists. That's not the one. That's the, when you watch it, you will see that that's not the one. Y'all enjoy Croatia, but like, be respectful of the culture. Why is the chair in Croatia though? Like, that's where they film the show. Okay. Yeah, that's where King's Landing and all that shit, Blackwater Bay, all that stuff is. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's I, where I, I saw it coming on yeah, social yeah, media. Yeah, yeah. All right, man. So that's it. Um, everyone get ready for episode six. You got to. It's going to be intense. It's going to be longer than an hour. Um, I think after this, we have 71 minutes for episode six and 81 minutes for episode seven. So it's going to be five in the next two weeks. Cancel all your plans before before the finale. I think we have to do like a pregame show oh, where we where we like Stephen A. Smith the shit and like give break predictions down. and uh, break down what's happening. Everybody has to do it. Hey, we're Game gonna of Thrones episode. It. So they could they could throw away one or two episodes. You gotta give me two hour episodes next season. I you know what I'm gonna need a better fucking plan in this shit. This has been the eighth of June's podcast. You'll come up with better fucking plans. This is like.